honestly like deep dish i definitely understand why people are not that are from chicago don't care as much for deep dish they're more like no there's a chicago style of pizza that you can get there and if you can get it that's the way to go they're like don't don't fall for the deep dish as a tourist thing like it's not like what you should get you know like that's that's some gatekeeping bullshit Hey, what's up, D-Fam? Welcome back to the greatest Buy City podcast in the world, the Weekly D Podcast. I'm your host, Danny G. This is my co-host, Kyle Austin. What's up, And today, we're joined by a very special guest. He's Puerto Rican. He's coming out of Chicago. He's a singer, songwriter, R&B singer, putting a little bit of sazon on it, you know, creating a fusion out here. Please <laughs> let me welcome Motion. What's up, y'all? I go by the name Motion, as he said. R&B singer with a little bit of salsa on it. Whatever you want to say. A little bit of salsa on, you know? That's yeah. where that fusion in there. Yep. Um, thanks for cool. being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, well, welcome Thank to the show. We, we appreciate you coming on, man. Um, so let's get right into it. We met you at Doge Palooza. You were, you were one of the artists performing. And you performed this whole different kind of music, like, I, I gotta admit, like, you were the first person I've ever heard try to mix R&B with reggaeton, and it was just, it was like, it was beautiful, like, I've never heard someone do it and do it so well, because, you know, you, you always see people trying to, you know, fuse things around, and sometimes it don't work, sometimes it does, the way you did it was just fire, dude, so I, I just want to start off by saying you killed it at Dojepalooza, and uh, I really enjoyed your performance. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you really enjoyed it, man. That's awesome, yeah, man. So, yeah. what what inspired you to do a fusion like this? Like, what inspired you to mix R and B with reggaeton? Yeah. Okay, so I can get into that. So, um, I grew up listening to a lot of different types of music. Um, obviously R and B, like old school R and B, like '80s, '70s R and B, and '90s. Um, but also like my family, like I said, in Puerto Rican. Grew up listening to a lot of salsa, a lot of different types of Spanish music. Um, and at, over the years, you know, like I became an R&B artist, did a lot of R&B music. But like as I got older, I just started to think about like how could I, you know, infuse some of my culture uh, into my music in a way that's like seamless and that works, you know, where it doesn't sound forced. And a few years back, actually, like two years ago, I had this album called uh, Summer Canvas. And that was like the first time I really tried to experiment with using like Latin sound with R&B or just using Latin sound in my music in general. First time I did it in that album, it was like a lot more like hard on the Latin side. It was almost like a bossa nova type of vibe. Okay. Um, and I was like singing in Spanish at the end of it. And it's a very Latin vibe. Like you could dance like slow Latin dance music to it. This time around, I was like this like I, I wanted it to be like where people could turn up to it, where it's like in a club setting, you know, mm -hmm. people could just move. And I wanted it to sound like intoxicating almost in a way, you know, just like a whole different ethereal vibe. And um, definitely have been inspired lately uh, by Bad Bunny. He's Puerto Rican, got to represent, you know, like got to love it. Mm -hmm. um, seeing a guy killing it, uh, one of my people. So um, definitely inspired by Bad Bunny and um, just taking like, my experience doing R&B for the years that I've done it, I'm putting it in there. 
um, originally I wasn't even going to do like a Spanish or like a rendition of the hook at the end. But I was mm-hmm. like, you know, this is something, let me, let me just throw this in there. Just like, just like a mix up. So pe- something people don't expect. So just came out with the Spanish. Um, I, I didn't perform the Spanish hook at Doge Palooza, but I, that's something I added later to the mm-hmm. release when it dropped, um, last, last, uh, this past Friday. So yeah. yeah with fever. Uh, yeah. With fever. So. Yeah. I really like that song. I, I like I said, I really like the way you fused it. Like I, to me, it's something completely new that I I fell in love with. Like I just I didn't expect it to sound so clean, so transitioned so well back and forth, and you just you did it perfectly, man. It was awesome. That was Thank awesome. You. So when we when we spoke to you at Dutch Blues, and we obviously got to know you a little bit, and we asked you a bunch of questions, but not a lot of people got to see it. You know. All like it went straight to YouTube or straight to to audio platform. They didn't get to see it in live version. So mm-hmm. let me ask you this question: What inspired you to start getting into music, and how did your story into music start? Okay, um, so I mean, I grew up in a really musical family. I'm sure, like you know, it's just like uh, it's how a lot of people start off. You know, with your family. Uh, my father can sing. Um, my mother can sing as well. Like I was telling you guys before we started, like my brother plays the drums. And growing up, my mom, and uh, I came out the womb singing. Honestly, they they told me like when I came out when I was born that I just had like a really high pitched just tone. <laughs> as soon as I came out, they're just like he's probably gonna sing. <laughs> they just knew right away. Mm-hmm. Um, I was singing. I was a real annoying ass little kid, bro. Like I would just sing all the time. I just annoy the shit out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> It just started off like that, but then um, you know, just I grew up in the church as well. I've got a mm-hmm. lot of experience in the in the in worship group. And okay. um, once I like hit about about like thirteen, fourteen years old is when I like started to like record my own stuff. Mm-hmm. And it like started off really, really primitive, real basic. Like I had um, do you guys remember like the old iPads that were like that were like this thick? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. ten pounds. Yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> big old yeah, dinosaurs. I had one of those, but it was like a few years old already, and it was like bent on the side. It was mm-hmm. like the phone jack was all messed up. It was just like bogus <laughs> ass hand me down iPad. <laughs> definitely wasn't originally mine, but I had, it had GarageBand on it, and um, I would just like literally I would hold the iPad like this, and I would sit in my closet and I would sing into the iPad. Cause I didn't have, I didn't have, <laughs> so that's how I recorded my first song. So like fetal position in the closet, singing into the iPad. That's beautiful though. <laughs> that's cool. That. I love that. So I mean, cool. that, that just shows your, your dedication though. And mm-hmm. kind of like really shows that like, that's really what you want to do. You wanted to try something new and you're willing to do what it took to do it. Even if that means literally kind of starting with the, with the old iPad in your closet. I think it's awesome. <laughs> So. And then I uh it slowly became a little bit more like I guess how would you say competent? So I had like a phone or smartphone. So I was like, okay, I recorded to this and mm-hmm. I started just bouncing the files on my computer. And that's how I learned how to mix because um I mix and master all my own stuff ninety five percent of the time. Sometimes I'll have like homies, you know, um help me out with stuff. Most of the time it's me, but it's cause like recording for the first several years of my music career 
the quality was so shitty. Like if I didn't mix it, like to <laughs> like if I didn't mix the hell out of it, it would have been like nobody would have listened to it at all. <laughs> so how how'd you learn how to mix and how to master things? Because a lot of people go to school for that, and it seems like you learn as you went. So I owe a lot of that to people in my life, um, like friends that I've had, connections that I've made. But as far mm-hmm. as like the whole um, how to like level EQs and and how to you know change the gain or like reduce clipping or distortion stuff like that, that's kind of comes with experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I had real basic tools at first, and I had I guess it was a blessing in disguise that I didn't have a lot of access to more advanced things. It really made me like lock in and get good at the basics. But then, you know, I met a lot of people in my life. Um, one of them, his name is Jay Biz. He's a producer. He's worked with a lot of dope artists. Um, he sent me some programs, some new programs to learn and use. Um, and like he, he didn't teach me how to like use them all specifically. He sent it to me for me to like learn for myself. And because of him, you know, I was able to learn a lot of that. And then uh, meeting Jamakai recently as well, um, you know, he introduced me to a lot of um, different things that I like that I didn't know about when it came to mixing. Um, it's a mixture. It was a mixture of just like trial and error, years of experience, and also just you know making connections, meeting people that knew more than I did, you know, and just learning. Mm-hmm. From so I honestly really didn't like go on YouTube much to learn, which I mean, kind of surprises me thinking about it because I probably should have. It could have probably saved me a lot of time, but <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. It's I mean, cool though because I mean, I think I think networking is like a really cool big step and an important step that people don't really realize when it comes to doing anything, mm-hmm. making music, whether it's doing art, anything like that. You have to know people because there's always going to be somebody like realistically that has a skill set that you're going to want to learn from always. Like it, sure. it'll never fail as as you continue to kind of grow in this whole thing, and and I think being able to kind of put yourself in a position where you're like, I want to learn from you, I want to just know what you how you do this, I want to take the time to do this, is it it shows a, a sense of like uh, awareness if that makes sense. You're like, okay, I I can get better, I can keep getting better because what ends up happening like a lot that I that I've noticed in like you know any kind of art form right is people tend to love what they do. But to the point that they don't want to ever see outside perspective. And when you find somebody who's super hungry and like really, really wants it, it's really cool to see somebody just kind of reaching out to kind of see what's out there because they know that there's an opportunity to just really make something special because the world's ever changing. And so is the taste of music. So I, I unfortunately didn't get to meet you at Doge Palooza. I was really, really like excited in general to talk to you, um, specifically because when I started to kind of hear some of your music, like as we kind of went through and, you know, I've got to see some pictures and of course all that stuff. So I was super jealous because I definitely wanted to be there. But uh, yeah, dude, like your music has something like, in my opinion, that's kind of special, like in general, just because it has a very like, like Danny was kind of playing on a very unique sound. And it's something that like realistically, like a lot of us haven't really heard in a while. And like, generally speaking, like what is, what is your inspiration when it comes to kind of like, building your music like almost from the beginning like when it comes to kind of what do you want it to sound like where do you want it to go i know there's outside of course inspirations that come with culture that come with where you grew up everything like that too but what what really like inspires you to put like 
what you're wanting to talk about onto the pay onto the paper to get the song out there? Yeah, that's a great question. I think at first it was like starting off at first, it was the desire, I guess, to be noticed by people. Um, growing up, like I was like really overlooked, like uh, in my my early years, uh, like in uh, like grade school and stuff. Um, I grew up in like a suburban area of Chicago. And the area I was in, you know, like I grew up, I experienced a lot of racism and just a lot of uh, like just for for no reason, just people just like dogging on me as a kid, like <laughs> just treated just treated me bad. I didn't have many friends and everything like that. Um, and I guess it kind of like developed into this desire to like want to prove myself to people or to be noticed. Um, so it started off really as that just to be noticed, to express myself more. And then, um, you know, as I got older, it kind of just developed into me just wanting to share stories, you know, share part of who I am. Because, uh, um, you know, not all my songs are like 100% like factual, like a lot of them are, but most of them are at least inspired by things that have happened to me. And obviously, like music is media, media exaggerates certain things. There's drama, you know, you want to, you want to pull things, of course. Um, you know, to add some some suspense and stuff like that to, to music. Same thing with any other type of media. But um, they really just like developed into like me just wanting to like share part of who I am with people. And um, you know, uh, at first my name wasn't Motion. It was uh, it was something else. I'm not gonna say what it was. <laughs> but it wasn't Motion. <laughs> uh, I decided on the name Motion about like how many years like. Like maybe six years ago, I, I decided okay. to start doing like, my now twenty four, maybe like maybe like eight, seven or eight years ago, I started going by motion, mm-hmm. uh, and it kind of me changing that name was kind of just like me shifting focus on like okay, why am I making music, um, and the message that I want to put out like in my songs and everything is that like life has a lot of different things that like a lot of different obstacles we're going to face right you're going to face hardship you're going to fall in love you're going to fall out of love you're going to have your heart broken uh sometimes you're going to be cheated on sometimes you're going to be the one cheating like things happen a lot of stuff happens but regardless of what happens what adversity you face what challenges you face life doesn't stop moving and so you can't stop moving you have to stay in motion you have to stay moving you have to keep moving forward I love um, that. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so that's like um, generally, you know, where you can think about my songs just in that lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even the song Fever. Um, Fever is um, it's about meeting a woman that is enticing, but you know she's not good for you. But you know she's starting to. She the the temptation is just is just she's too strong. <laughs> you're at a function. You're in that, that book sticker. You got, you got some drinks. You know what I'm saying? Like you're mm-hmm. not in your best right mind, and she's just looking real good. And you know, <laughs> you know it's probably not the best decision to make. And even she knows that. But you still, you know, you're still gonna go for it. Going for it. <laughs> and like, it's not a, it's not a great decision, <laughs> but it's like it's something you live with, and you keep, Fun. you keep moving forward. It's a real life decision. I think. <laughs> later, 
Yeah. Just yeah. I'm actually working on a project, but like I'll go into like the consequences of that. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot like around that as well. Mm-hmm. That song. I like but, that. Uh, the the whole like uh, message of my music, just in general, is just just keep moving. Like you, you're gonna get knocked down. You're gonna get heartbroken. Like I said, things are gonna happen. Shit happens. You gotta keep moving forward. Stay in motion. This I like to say, move with me. Like let's move together. It's a movement. Like you know, don't just be stagnant. Yeah, I I heavily 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 fuck with that. I think that's so cool. I, I think that's the most well thought out name I have ever heard of, from <laughs> artists. Like uh, we've interviewed a lot of people, but no one has thought it out as much as you did. Like the, that was you blew my mind with how well it, it was thought out and how you think about it. Like that's yeah. so interesting. I love that. I love like, that because I, I think true. we had like, one guy who definitely was on a name generator, if I'm not mistaken. Huh? A name generator. Like, I think we had somebody who did try to find his name on a name generator, and that's was like, okay, we're gonna go with this. Name yes. I don't remember. Is yeah, it like, yeah, yeah. Like, like the ones like, you go on Google, you type in. Where you just like press like. It gives you a name. Rap name, like, and then you just you just gives you a list of generators. Really, I feel like one. honestly, I feel like doing that just for fun, <laughs> just to see, <laughs> see what you get. <laughs> well, you get all kinds of stuff. I mean, because you have, you'll, I've seen people come up with like names on TikTok and stuff too. If you get things like a little mustard or like <laughs> just random stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, it could be hilarious. Just like the algorithm's funny. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, well, right, yeah. quick question for you guys: If my name was Emotion, you knew nothing about me. Like, <laughs> what name do you think I would have, or that would suit me? Hmm. You see, this is gonna sound wild, but you seem like a Carlos to me. I don't know why. I feel like it would go back. I, <laughs> I just see, but it's but it's C A R and then L O W, Carlos, and then Z <laughs> Carlos. Yeah, like, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I don't know. Jamal like, Jamal got be calling me Simba because of my hair. Simba. Simba. <laughs> it was even longer. I just recently cut some of it off because it was annoying the shit out of me. But yeah. yeah. You got some great. Well, I remember because I saw pictures of you at uh, yeah, you do. It was awesome. Yeah, like I saw you at Doge Blues and it was a lot bigger. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was actually like starting to kind of fall a little bit, right? Like kind of those starting to kind of drop, like almost down over your shoulders. Yeah, it was it was it was great, but man, it was so much maintenance. I don't know how women do it, bro. Honestly, respect all the women out there. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you guys, especially with curly hair, maintain that shit. It's it's a lot. I was I like about to say, I, so hard I, to I know curly hair takes a lot more maintenance and product. Yeah, my fiance like, has curly hair, and she goes through a bunch of stuff just to keep it curly. Especially down here with humidity, mm-hmm. game over. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, just, has go ahead. I was like, has it been kind to your hair moving moving to Texas? Like, unfortunately, kind to it just in general. When I moved to a different city, especially one like in a completely different climate, like being that you were from Chicago, like it gets super dry in the winters, even though it's snowing mm-hmm. like a pretty good amount of time during the year. And y'all get a lot of snow whenever it does snow. Like, sure. how is it like? Has it like a, has it like affected you in any way? Like, genuinely speaking, since you moved down here, have you noticed anything different? Like allergies, anything like that? Well, allergies, yeah. As far as my hair, you know, because like Chicago, yeah, it gets real dry in the winter, but in the summer, it's like a freaking swamp, bro. Like, it's, oh, is it? It's way better than it is here in the summer in Chicago because it's by the lake, you know. I guess that's um, true. Yeah, yeah. You are close to which which lake is it? It's Michigan, it's Lake Michigan. Lake Michigan. Okay. In Chicago, 
I mean, before the city was built on top of it and everything, it was kind of swampland. So just the whole atmosphere okay. in that area, just like very moist. So mm. being outside in the south of Chicago is just like, you just like a greasy piece of meat. Like you just. <laughs> so it's like what we were talking time. about earlier. You, you walk outside and you end up with instant swamp ass. <laughs> yeah. That's what Houston is. Hey guys, Danny G here from the Weekly D Podcast, and I'm here to tell you about our partners at Ballsy. Ballsy will give your balls the attention they deserve, because we all know it's no secret that balls are prone to odor, sweat, and sometimes even irritation. Let Ballsy help you upgrade your ball game with quality, long-lasting products formulated to keep you fresh, comfortable, and most importantly, confident. And right now, just in time for Father's Day, you can upgrade your man's ball game by going to ballwash.com, getting him the sack pack, and entering the promo code TWD15 for 15% off your order. You can also click in the link in the show notes below to get a special offer on Ballsy's B2 Balls and Body Trimmer. Now, let's get back to the show. I mean, have but as far as allergies, allergies out here have been crazy, bro. I, I never had any allergies in my life. I'm not allergic to any animals, any foods, as far as I as far as I know. Maybe one day I'll find out, and then that'll be it. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, my first January here in Texas, I thought I was dying. Like I, I, I don't know. Like I found out what it was later, but I had no idea what it was. I thought I had like a cold at first. I was like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. it's just that I never really get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll usually like maybe once a year, maybe twice a year, where I'll get a cold. I was like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. that time of year I get a cold, and that's it. But it just kept getting worse and worse. And <laughs> I was experiencing things I had never experienced before. Like I felt like you know that feeling when you're on an airplane and you're landing, and then mm-hmm. you just get like pressure, and mm-hmm. then they pop yeah. really painful, and then you feel like you can't hear shit. I felt like that, but like all the time, it's like a sinus <laughs> pressure. And, oh man. And, and like my throat was dry, mm. uh, my nose was stuffy. I would wake up in the middle of the night coughing because I was struggling just to breathe. Like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck is happening? To me? Like, I'm dying." Um, and I then swear. I found out it was the cedar in the in in uh, oh, okay in the late in the late winter. And um, yeah, so now every every January, man, is just. I just got a mental. You just like know it's mm-hmm. know it's coming. <laughs> I started. Oh, that's rough. And honestly, I started going for a doctor and got them shots. Honestly, because it was yeah. just it was too much. Yes, yeah. I need to do the same because like basically the same thing that happened to you also happened to me. But I moved you know up up north toward the Midwest, and like Kentucky has every plant under the sun. I swear. And so, like, being from Texas, like, I thought, like, oh, I'm not allergic to anything. Like, I have no issues. Like, I get dry skin every once in a while. But, like, besides that, like, I'm, I think I'll be fine. Yeah. All of a sudden, my eyes started puffing up really bad, both of them. Like, I'm like oh, for my brother's no. wedding, like, I my eyes almost, like, couldn't open. They were so puffed up. Like, when I was, like, kind of coming to Kentucky. So, I had to go to the doctor as soon as I got to Texas and take a bunch of steroids. And, yeah. like, 
And I also like, yeah, it is rough. My whole body was just like in constant pain. I have all this like sinus pressure and stuff like that too. Like I, I totally understand. I'm I'm allergic to something in the winter time. Like it's like ragweed or something that like grows here, mm-hmm. and and it just it it's brutal. That's horrible. It's Ragweed's brutal. the worst, dude. I'm I'm so excited to move back. <laughs> so excited <laughs> to go back home because this place is like out to get me. I swear. So I, I get it. I was like, I was just curious because I was like moving from like a different state. I want to hear somebody else's perspective, especially from somebody who's lives in like a similar climate to me. Yeah. Like now I wonder what that's like coming, coming back. And I was like, Dude. oh. Shit slapped oh. me in the face. I had no idea. <laughs> I bet. Right, we, got a, we got a listener question. Um, They asked, where does motion find the most influence when writing music? writing music where do i find the most influence okay so like other than like my own life things that i've been through situations i've been in um sometimes i'll write from the perspective of someone else um so i remember like there's this one time this is a song that's unreleased but like uh it was a, it was a woman that i knew and she was she was like opening up to me about a situ- the situation in her past um with uh with some guy and like that same night you know i just was inspired to just write a song about it and i wrote like if it's i was as if i was in her shoes in that same situation um so most of the time it's like from like stories that i've heard mm-hmm. um of things that i've been through as far as influence like artistically wise i have a lot of different influences i mean i have a poster of, of michael jackson and Prince and my room. Like those are two of my biggest uh, inspirations. Um, Some of the greatest. Yeah. yeah. Some of the greatest to ever do it. Performance-wise oh, and oh, yeah. musical-wise. Prince was, Prince was a beast. And then um, a beast. So I have cool. a lot of different influences. Like, even like artists that have nothing to do with R&B. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask, like, so what, what, what's some of your like? It, let's say you had like a favorite song outside of the genre that you you currently like. You know, music can do. What? Who's some of your favorite artists outside of that genre? Some of my favorite artists outside of R and B. Um, honestly, like I grew up. So, so a lot of people might not know this. Before I wanted, before I got into R and B, because I got into R and B like deeply in R and B when I was maybe about like ten years old. Um, but before that, I loved rock music. Rock was just my shit. Um, so I love bands like Bring Me the Horizon. Um, a I Day to Remember is pretty is pretty classic. One of my favorite like, bands ever. Yeah, um, I love rock. I do not like country. There's nothing about country I like, so I just leave it there. Um, I, I I understand. <laughs> I'm sad about it. I'm sad about it, but I understand. I'm gonna have to put you on. I'm gonna have to put you on the good stuff. I have, I have no ill. I have no ill will towards country. <laughs> I'm like I've tried and I'm just like mm-hmm. I get it's not for everybody though everybody's got like a different flavor of things and some things there's are only just like not one, there's only like one I guess it's country like maybe it's considered country it's a song by Michael Bublé and Blake Shell. Um, yeah that's, home. Okay. yeah I love that song that's a great yeah. song I don't know that's if you can consider- song. But, um, we, we can consider yeah, it, country Michael yeah. Bublé like yeah he it, it was originally it was really done it wasn't even originally it was done by somebody else mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a that's a that's a wonderful song so I, yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 you got a great. Yeah, you got good taste. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, what else? Like, I grew up listening to classic rock bands like The Police. Nice. I was never a big fan of the Beatles, to be honest. Like, y'all can throw all the food or hate at me that you want. I felt like they just, I don't know. Actually, I'm on the same same wavelength as you. I, I didn't, well, if I was going to go into anything Beatles, it would be some of their later albums. Mm-hmm. Like, because they were being super experimental. And a lot of that stuff, for a lot of people, isn't really listenable or palatable. Like, when, mm-hmm. when people think the Beatles, a lot of times they think, you know, just the, like the early stuff when they were doing almost like late 50s music, where it still kind of has like that, it's still coming off of that doo-wop rock sound. And then it, they kind of know those songs. But as you get into like the later 60s, where it gets really like experimental because they're experimenting with a lot of drugs, mm-hmm. like yeah. it's, it's, there's, there's some interesting stuff in there, especially from an instrumental perspective. Like if you, or ever looking for like samples like journey down there because there's some there's some interesting stuff there but like outside of it i told i'm on the same wavelength as you i'm like it's okay like it's yeah. overrated to a point yeah. speaking of journey journey is my shit i love journey journey's great um it's great dude and then i also listen to just like i listen to a lot of funk music jazz oh, music. i love slow. funk i love it kind of does that make up mm-hmm. mixing mm-hmm. them together yeah yeah um but um i love funk i love jazz like i listen to jazz sometimes just like with no music like uh i love robert glasper i don't know if you guys mm-hmm. listen to robert glasper he's uh Actually, music chris is a chris is who's in here he's a he's our you know our yeah. the twitch guy for the day like he's a huge 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 jazz, jazz guy yeah like oh, yeah. loves jazz music in general i'm sure he's we, <laughs> we told him not to talk in this space but yeah. So he can always jump in if when it comes yeah. to this kind of stuff. He he literally loves jazz music, like to like, and, and he probably knows a lot of a lot of those those like, uh, those musicians and stuff as well. And mm-hmm. he's got like a lot of pretty good taste in jazz, mm-hmm. like just everything. I wish Boom I wish I knew like more about jazz. Like I like listening to jazz, but it's one of those things where it's on my Spotify and I'm like away from my phone, not even paying attention to who's singing. I, I like I, listening stuff. Yeah, I love listening to jazz. I just I can never name an artist or musician within the jazz spectrum. I just look up, look up Robert Glasper. Okay, and listen to Black, listen to Black Radio. It's a okay. great album. Black Radio. Okay. Black, um, really good album. Yeah. Really good album. He's kind of like after this. He's kind of like a fusion of jazz and neo soul. He also has like sometimes they'll be playing jazz music, and then they'll mm. have a dude rapping all jazz music. Like he does. Ooh, I like he's, that. He doesn't sing. He kind of composes everything. He's a mm-hmm. he's a uh, he's a he plays keys. Okay. He has his band, and then he'll have artists come perform on the songs that he. Composes. Oh, that's, that's awesome. cool. That's really yeah. cool. That's super cool. I've just been I've tainted myself with jazz because I had this like you got you, you watch Bob's Burgers or like watch Archer or anything. I've seen some of Bob, Bob's Burgers and a little bit of Archer, but like not mm-hmm. favorite. Okay. So the the voice of Archer, uh, he's he's a generally he just likes to do random things. So he created an entire jazz album, um, but he played keys. But the only thing that is that he didn't know how to play keys. So everybody else was playing wow. proper jazz music, and then he's just doing his best on the can, on the on the piano. <laughs> and there's an entire album of that, and it's the funniest thing, in my, funniest thing ever. Like did it do numbers? I, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. It did. It did. It did really well. That's hilarious. 
Wow. Like part of that's just his name, but like if you're ever looking for something really dumb and funny and you want to laugh at like laugh for like one song, you can yeah. listen to that. It's it's called I Don't Play Piano Part One. <laughs> <laughs> it's a part one. <laughs> it's a, there's like three parts. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? I forgot what it's called, but there was this documentary on Netflix that came out during when like when uh when the cold first hit. Um and it was this dude and he was just like making music as this white dude. He was like making music in his apartment and slowly going yes. insane. As like I, the man. and it was like this long documentary series. Yeah, you're talking about uh what is his Marcus name? Uh, Marcus. No, it's it's uh Bo Burnham. Oh, Bo Burnham. He's a comedian. Yeah. yeah, Bo Burnham. That's right. Yeah, that was a great. That whole album's great. Like really actually, really talented guy. But it was hilarious. <laughs> it was super funny, and his descent into madness was also like whoa. Like you're yeah. just like oh, some stuff is like, and kind of intense. Yeah, there's also some deep parts in that in that in that whole composition too. Like there's a part where they're talking about like the like white girl Instagram, like or white woman Instagram, and there's like a part where it's talking about almost like why people post on instagram too to kind of like express you know things that they may not have tangibly anymore because they were talking to like there's a part where it's it's funny the whole time and then it randomly talks about like a, a girl missing her mom who like passed away and then you're just like wow it was super deep and it jumps right back into like the funny stuff and you're just like why'd you do that like <laughs> but also <laughs> wow that was really powerful yeah but, like why'd you do that to me <laughs> i feel like comed- the best comedians do that really well they actually mm-hmm. like do more than just make they like pull at your emotions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Make you Definitely. think a little bit too, huh? Yeah, it really make you think. Like one of the best at that is Dave Chappelle, honestly. Mm-hmm. Agreed. One hundred percent agree. You know, he's you one know of the best. Good at it. that too is Bill Burr. Bill Burr oh, has Bill Burr. a weird way of of like getting really dark and deep, and then bringing you out of it, making you laugh. Get super serious for a little bit, and they just yeah. like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Joey yeah. Coco Diaz too. Oh, Joey Coco Diaz will ruin your life with his stories. Have you ever heard of him? You heard of Joey? No, I haven't. Oh, dude, you got to watch. Really, just go on YouTube one day and type in best of Joey Coco Diaz. The dude just goes on crazy rants all the time. But when he tells, like, deep stories, like, they get really deep. And then he makes you laugh at that. And he has an awesome, his accent's awesome, too. He's from New York. Mm -hmm. Like, I think he's from the, he's from the. Bronx? He's Cuban from New York. He's yeah. Cuban, Cuban from New York, and he's he's got this real deep accent. He's actually played like like Italian mobsters in movies before, yeah. but like he's in yeah, that yeah, U.S. Yeah, movie. Uh, I forget the name of it. Yeah, Mary Saints of New he's York. He's a beast. I, I highly recommend Joey Diaz. It's crazy how comedians tend to be like some of the most multi-talented people in the industry. Like you have yeah. people. Like, oh, for sure. Even Jamie Fox, like he was a comedian too. Oh, dude. Jamie Foxx is also, just incredible. Also, and then an actor, like, he's just... Do you guys ever see his stand-ups when he would, like, play piano while he would do his... his I've never yes. seen that. He was hilarious. It's I have. so was. good, because, like, he's funny. He makes you mm-hmm. like, like, it's hilarious. But also, like, you just want to listen to him play and sing, because he's mm-hmm. just so... Good. It, like, sounds good. Yeah. You're like, oh. I would download that session on Spotify and just listen to it just because yeah. it sounds good. But I'm going to have to go check it out. I think I out. might actually do like, that. I, I, I love his comedy. Office. I've seen him do stand-up, um, and he's really good at stand-up, but I've never seen him pull out the piano or anything. I've also uh, seen him ruin yeah. people's careers on the roast. 
All oh, yeah. Between the roast That'll happen to some comedian's career. Like, after that, that comedian was never heard of again. I, f- I forget. Well, he, did, he did that song with T-Pain, too, Alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, a lot of that was because of the fact that he did a lot of his instrumental. Like, not as musical, but comedy, too. Yeah. So, like, of course, there was an opportunity to kind of you know, play on that a little bit. He did, like, two songs, but alcohol is the one I remember. Dude, he's, yeah. just, he's like, so incredibly talented. It's ridiculous. He's a great actor. Yep. I mean, have you seen him in Django? Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, great yeah. actor, great singer, great at impressions. Did you ever see the movie Ray? Yeah. He killed it. Yes, actually. Charles is Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah. I think, that's, like, his, his best performance of all yeah. time. You know, I'm, I'm excited. super excited for that Mike Tyson film. Yeah, he's doing Mike oh, yeah. Tyson, and yeah. he got jacked for it. Like, he got yeah, jacked, jacked huge. to do it. That dude's been jacked, like, his entire life, bro. Like, <laughs> he's even bigger, though. Like, he built no, up yeah. to Mike's size from, like, like yeah. when he was in his prime. He, like, I think dude, they said he, he looks put, like, like 20-something pounds of muscle on. And just apparently he has, like, the perfect Mike Tyson impression. He does. Have you heard it? It's great. I, I haven't he's heard it, but I believe it. He did he does the list. Yeah, he does yeah, everything. He does the list dude. like perfectly. That's crazy. It's like it's like a perfect impression. Like it's spot on. Like he even has like the mannerisms that he like when Mike's talking. Like because I, I don't know if you guys have seen any stuff, but if you guys are on like like media and stuff like that in general, Mike Mike Dyson's actually been doing a lot more interviews and stuff mm-hmm. lately. He even has like a podcast that he that he does. Yeah, the hot box. And like so you get to kind of yeah you get to kind of like see him like he's still so intimidating god damn <laughs> that, man, that man is is, is extremely yeah. and then just ask the guy that, that got punched in the head by still him so quick on the airplane yeah yeah ain't, he deserved that though ain't, ain't somebody you want to mess with for sure if you see someone with an ear that looks like like a clenched fist yep cauliflower yeah. Yeah, don't don't yeah. mess with them huh? yeah. <laughs> now they're fighters doesn't matter how skinny they are either like it's all about weight class. Like you yeah, see somebody with cauliflower, it's best just not even not even draw them. Especially cauliflower, because you get it from wrestling, like from grappling and stuff. So I see a dude that's a hundred pounds soaking wet, and he's got cauliflower ear. I'm saying away. Nope. You know, you by the time you drink, you're gonna be on the ground. <laughs> like, I'll throw it out if I have to, but I'll, I'll be your homie first. It's like, nah. <laughs> so quick question, I'm kind of want to uh throw kind of throw it back into to your music and everything too so you move eventually so when did you actually move uh from chicago to texas was it pretty recent like in terms of like a few years yeah it was like i think it was the summer of 2019 yeah okay yeah so super recent so how is it how yeah how right before covid well, yeah, what Man, that that's tough, especially like coming in, because like it almost was like I don't know, and I don't know if you networked during twenty twenty, but like it was hard for a lot of people to really just get out there. So I'm assuming like, especially wanting to kind of like see what like a new place has to offer, especially in a, a place with a lot of history in like music in general. Like, how how what was it like trying to kind of meet new artists like within like this whole you know space in Houston, like were they pretty friendly and, and welcoming as like it, as it, as they, as you came in or was it a little bit more difficult to kind of to jump in from a new city? So you mean like specifically when I went to Houston for Doge Palooza or like coming to Texas? Well, like coming to Texas in general and kind of just experiencing like an influence. Cause you're, you're living out in, where are you living out right now? San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. I mean, San Antonio has got its own vibe of 
like music in general mm-hmm. like their their hip-hop's completely different from houston's hip-hop like their r&b is different from houston's r&b like what was it like kind of like did have you have you kind of met up with any of those people like in the san antonio area to kind of see what their tastes are like or has it kind of been like mm, i'm doing my own thing right now yeah so i mean coming from chicago there's a lot of people that i know that um there was like some artists that i knew out there that i would um like collaborate with or, or like mm-hmm. with, do shows with um i did quite a few shows in chicago that's one thing that i've missed a lot I, there's a lot of performance opportunities in chicago because it's like chicago is really big on r&b rhythm and blues jazz funk also house music mm-hmm. but um there's a lot of like opportunities and venues for that um, I feel like in San Antonio, the market isn't like really in that place. The 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 vibe isn't really with the style of music that I make. Mm-hmm. I've gone to like several different, and maybe there's some things that I just don't know because it's a big it's a big place. It's like a big small town. Yeah, San Antonio. The well, great way to describe San Antonio. It's so spread out. There's probably some stuff I don't know, some places I don't know, but from where I've looked and what I've seen. Because I've done some research and asked around to, um, a lot of the places are more like acoustic guitar settings, um, rock music, folk music, um, and my my the style of music I'm making right now is like, yeah, it can be done with like, uh, you know, an acoustic guitar. I could do some sets, but like, you need a guitarist, you know, for yeah. one, and someone plays that style of music and. Um, in my experience, like so far, I haven't met a lot of people that really are on that same vibe. I've met some people, okay. R&B artists out here and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, like in, in in different places that I've worked, met certain people. But um, as far as like you know, wanting to like really connect and collab, because I'm very selective about like who I who I uh, collaborate, mm-hmm. uh, or really who I'm like friends with in general. Uh, I didn't really start to meet a lot of new artists when I was out here until I did like visit Houston uh, for Doge Music. Like the first artist I met out here in in Texas that was like that I was like okay like I vibe with this person like we can work to get we can make music together uh, and just like be friends you know and just like cool just build that relationship was John Mackay. Um, okay. and then he introduced me to people out there in Houston as well but meeting Jamakai was really cool for me and just like knowing him in general because he reminds me a lot of you know like where I come from he's a city Mm -hmm. kid you know like we have we're like very similar have a lot of things in common and he it's just a different vibe people out in San Antonio like it's it's different it's just Mm -hmm. a whole different energy being out in Houston versus being out here like I said big small town out here just in Houston for the small time I was just hanging out out there I was just like I feel more like at home in this type of setting because mm-hmm. I'm a city kid. Mm-hmm. I love the city. I love just that whole vibe, that whole energy. Um, there's not a lot of that out here, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know when I first came out here, it was right before COVID, and then uh, COVID happened, and then that just you know dampened a lot of opportunities to meet people in the first place. I get that um, completely. Join us, by the way. Come to Houston. Yeah, come like, to Houston. I'm I'm moving to Houston. Danny's already Want- in Houston. Chris in Houston. Jam's in Houston. I've been wanting to visit and just hang out and just kick it. Like maybe like like a few yeah, weeks. Sure. Yeah, get a t- get a taste and a feel for like the city too, because there's a lot of area too out of, out of Houston. Mm-hmm. 
that you'll you'll meet we've, we've met a ton of people like we grew up with a ton of a ton of like artists that do like you know r&b hip-hop they they do all different things we have kind of mm-hmm. we have some country friends who like country music and do country music like on the side like uh, we there's have like a ton of musical bands. influence here yeah. yeah we got friends that are that do rock bands punk bands all kinds of stuff like that too that we've kind of like met over time but um yeah i mean like i totally get that if you're looking to ever do music like like shows or anything down there definitely check out like i know austin is cool and everything too but san marcos because yeah. of texas state being right there like that's where i went to school and yeah. like your style of music and your vibe of music i think would be really like well liked oh, at like a lot of the spots out there yeah i think people would definitely vibe with like what you're bringing to the table there not to mention a lot of those guys are coming from everywhere so mm-hmm. like they're not necessarily coming from like they're coming from like san antonio austin like up north like in a bunch of different states like houston dallas like everywhere so like there's like literally people from everywhere in all walks of life that like vibe with you know just music in general so if you're ever looking like that's a 40 minute drive you know for you yeah yeah thanks for that oh for sure yeah. I can also give you some recommendations. I'll find some. I know. I know some people in that area. I would like. Love. So if you're ever looking to play something, like, let me know. Yeah, I would love. I would love to. Let's let's get in touch. Yeah, I don't. Think uh, I think I'll definitely pick there. Or, or like he's in like Houston too. With, there's so much diversity yeah. here that your your music will definitely click here. And it'll it'll so. pop off. Yeah. Yeah. Or come play in Louisville, Kentucky for a little bit. Like we're, this is where this is where Bryson Tiller's from. Like, yeah. Chicago, <laughs> like. I mean, yeah. I mean, Jack yeah. Rock is clearly a different genre of music, but like Bryson Tiller's from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty it, much it, actually. Damn it, Kyle! You're always trying to convince people to go to Kentucky. You, you should become like a state representative. You kind of convince everybody to go out there when you're trying to move back. You're like, come out here so I can leave you. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, come, come to visit. But, but, no, but I am gonna, I am gonna go back home. Since he's been yeah. there. He, Every episode we've had, he tries to convince someone to go to Kentucky. <laughs> oh, y'all just gotta come visit me, bro. It's 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 lonely at the top. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be back by the time we want to go out there. All right, That's exactly. I gotta tell my Chicago friends, yo, come visit, bro. Like I got a room, like you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. I get it though. That's awesome, though. Like I, I get um, the the big city vibes and all that too, though. Yeah. yeah. Cause it makes sense. You, you tend to miss it when you go to a small town like that. Like mm-hmm. even though San Antonio is like big town, it's just it's so spread out that it feels like small town vibes. I mean, you were in LA. That's where Danny's originally from. He's from yeah. California, LA, and then he moved from there to where we grew up, which was Houston. But it's the outskirts of Houston, outskirts, like yeah. south, southeast Houston, which is like Rosenberg, Richmond area, which realistically is the country. It's, it's like such a, a small hood. town, dude. Like literally, everyone here is related to someone. That lives here yeah and it just it drives me crazy <laughs> it, it's it, there's like a pretty crazy like, yeah it, it's a it's a weird it, it was a weird vibe i'm sure i'm sure for danny too it was like a weird transition but it's i've never seen something that's like a country hood in general like you see people it's either it's either just straight hood across the tracks like crips blood yeah. things like that and then there's cowboy hats and kicker stuff like that's that's like the two that's, pieces there. It's the same thing yeah. in Houston though. In Houston and downtown, you could be straight up in Fifth Ward in the hood, and then look that's left true. and there's someone on their horse and just riding down. That the also street. does happen. <laughs> Texas is Texas is a, is a it's a trip. weird. Yeah. That's great. I'm just imagining like a 
she's a crib hanging out with a dude on a horse right now. Totally dude, a thing. I, I am not right. lying. That that literally happens here in Houston. Yeah, totally a thing. I mean, like, I, I love the inclusivity. I love. But that's, <laughs> there's parts of there's parts of like there's places like Kennelton, which we went to. We were they were district to us, but they're like 30 minutes out. Like they're in the country, but mm-hmm. like like it was funny because you'd see people that like would just you know like push themselves a certain way like they try to like come off very like kind of hood a certain way and then you find out that they actually do rodeo on the side and then you just see a rock big kicker boots and a giant belt buckle and they actually ride bulls and then before you know it eventually they start just like by by like i was a junior senior year they were like actually just full kicker like just completely just full country hat everything just but belt buckle it just it like as you get older like it, it would change but like it was super funny because it's just a weird weird culture there yeah that's super I, I'm, I'm totally out of my own hearing this i'm just like wow yeah no it's, it's, it's good though it's, it's yeah. a big trip all right while we take a quick break let's talk about our friends at honeysuckle burnt Honeysuckle Brand is a lifestyle brand composed of some of the most amazing people ever. They are a Houston-based hemp retailers, providing their clients with nothing but the best. Whether you want something to help wind down and sleep, or you want something to turn a boring night into a fun-filled night, Honeysuckle has something for you. They source all their product from local sustainable farmers, their packaging is environmentally friendly, and they give back to the hemp community by donating 5% of all profits to reform and advocacy causes. And right now, for our listeners, y'all can click on the links in the show notes below to get 15% off your purchase of Honeysuckle's Delta 9 water-soluble nectar that can turn any night of the week into a can of cocktail night. So turn your happy days into a happy days with Honeysuckle and order online or give them a visit at Railway Heights Market, 8200 Washington Avenue in Houston, Texas, and tell them the boys from the Weekly D sent you. Now, let's get back to the show. Well, I, th- I think we're at the point where we play the game, th- this or that. Uh, it's part of the show where we ask you rapid fire questions and you just answer to the best of your abilities. All right. Okay. All right. First yeah. one, this or that, hot or cold? Cold. Cold. Okay. Next one, uh, chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. chocolate. Easy. Hey, we finally got a chocolate for, for about five weeks. No one said chocolate so far. You're the first person People to like chocolate. vanilla for some reason. Yeah. People like vanilla. Who likes vanilla candy? Like, I know maybe ice cream, but like. I don't know. I was like, a lot of people we know, they, they like Bluebell. The Bluebell homemade vanilla ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's their reference. They point. love their vanilla. If I got vanilla, I would put chocolate on top of it. So oh, it's, I, mm-hmm. well, it's always chocolate. <laughs> yeah, it's always chocolate. <laughs> Let's do. Fruits or veggies? Ah, uh, fruits. Okay. Uh, Chicago hot dogs or deep dish pizza? Deep dish. Deep dish? All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, do... Uh, keep going, Danny. I'm just thinking. Because uh, I, I love hot dogs, but deep dish just... I have to be in the mood for the hot dogs. That makes sense. Yeah. You, might, you can always have a deep dish. 
Yeah. What, what's like the best deep dish in Chicago? Like, so you, my favorite. Yeah. My favorite is either Pequod's or Giordano's. Okay. Giordano's. I like Giordano's. We've been to Giordano's. That place is great. Oh, you Giordano's just said you didn't like deep dish. <laughs> I didn't have the, I didn't have a deep dish pizza when I went to Giordano's. Oh, I okay. had a different type of pizza, but it was it was, it was awesome. Yeah, he was saying that people from Chicago were telling him all deep dish isn't the real shit. I don't know <laughs> who told him that, but they're full of yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, every single person I've met that is from Chicago, they're like, Yeah, don't worry about deep dish. You can have it, but like that's what tourists Wait, are they are they, they originally from pizza. Chicago though? Yes, originally from Chicago. But they're probably from a different area too. Like they're all spread out. What's it called? <laughs> You're probably right. Though. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have, you're gonna have to put me on. But I. But I see the Giordano. So I'm gonna have to go back. I really need to go back and go experience Chicago again. But me and my wife are gonna go do it, and then just go full in. Like just us two. We'll go do Chinatown. We'll go do like all the cool like things like that would be recommended to us. Like just in general, and then just go explore ourselves a little bit. Yeah, ride the train, man. Take the blue line. Uh, and just. I enjoyed that. I, I have love done that. Yeah, take the blue line, go downtown, and just walk around. The best time to go, honestly, is in the fall because the weather is beautiful. It's not too hot. You're not gonna be sweating dog ass out there. Uh, it's 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 just a lot more enjoyable because the, the I may fall do that. is beautiful. I'm sure the the because I mean there's still like a little bit of like there's parks and stuff like that too. They see the leaves change like they do probably here, yeah. but I'm sure it's gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. Let's go, um, let's do a beach. Like, go to the beach or go hiking? Hiking. Hiking is nice. Okay. I like the beach better, but. I like hiking better, personally. I love the beach. It um, depends what beach. Most beaches I've been to have been pretty mid. <laughs> yeah, don't don't go to the beach. Galveston. If you're talking beach about like a beach, like a beach out of the country, then like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. Well, I just I, love technically the beach. we can we can count we can count Great Lake beaches too, like depending because oh, yeah. I know there's a lot of places like Lake Ontario is another one like over going closer to like New York that has mm-hmm. like great beach front. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about Lake Michigan because <laughs> like, you're feeding into Detroit and Chicago. It's black. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if there's much going on there. It's dirty because it's like right by like the big city, huge port. Yeah. Well, yeah, Michigan, Detroit's not super super far, right? It's a couple hours away mm-hmm. from there. So too, so you get in two big cities. Like you get Chicago, and then you also have Detroit, like up there, and it probably feeds all into that area like that. And because it's all on the same side too. Yeah, so it's all feeds that lake. Well, it, I promise you, it can't be as bad as Galveston. We got all the refineries over here just seeping chemicals into our ocean. We, you know, they passed they passed a ban here in Houston where we can't eat the fish we catch in, in the ocean because they're contaminated right now. Really? Yeah, I didn't yeah. Even know that. Yeah, me and my best friend we're gonna go fishing. It's probably uh, for the best. We're we're gonna go fishing like two weeks from now, and we, they just passed the ban. And they're like, "Oh, don't eat any of the fish in the water." <laughs> So I go fresh, bro. Go fresh water all day. No, even fresh water. Yeah, they ban. You can fish, catch and release, but you can't eat any of it. I don't. I don't believe in fishing and not eating the fish you catch. 
I mean, there yeah. there is a such thing as putting it back when it's not legal size. Well, I mean, <laughs> obviously, but like, if you catch a good sized fish, I mean, you already poked a hole in its mouth. You might as well take it. Yeah, might as well finish the job. Exactly. Alright, uh. gut hooking on purpose. Alright, next one, next one. Uh. Sorry, coffee man. or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Ooh, okay. I like where you vibe that. Okay. Okay. Beer or liquor? Uh, liquor. Liquor, okay. Alright, uh, what's your favorite food? Man, I feel like that switches with the day, bro. That's hard. Probably asking me my favorite song. Uh, <laughs> favorite food. Man. Um, it's gotta be honestly one of my favorites is Cuban sandwich. Bro. I love a Cuban sandwich, bro. Yes. Sandwich. Yes. There's this but, place when you go to Chicago next, go to Cafe Marianao. Marianao? Cafe Marianao. BS Cafe Marianao. Best Cuban sandwiches you're gonna ever have in your life. Thank okay. you. Later. I'm gonna put this on. The, I'm putting this on my list. Uh, yeah, put it on the list. Cause that sounds good. Yeah, cause that was the one thing I like about living in Kentucky is they got fire Cuban food. Like we have so many good spots here, bro. Like they're just great. And I've never experienced it because Houston has it, but like it's such a big city. And if you grow up like ethnically Mexican, like me and Danny did, like we're eating a lot more. We either eat at home or we eat mm-hmm. Mexican food or Chinese food. Like cause that's where the that's the big things in Houston. Yeah. Mexican no. food, Chinese food. Indian food Indian too, food. but everybody's like, yeah. I don't know about that. Indian food is <laughs> Indian food. Indian food. It's so good. It's, it's so good. good. Chicken chicken vindaloo is amazing. Like you really can't go wrong with like really anything. But when you're but when you're young, you're like, I wanna eat that. Like yeah. it smells funny. I'm not gonna eat, it. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. But when you get older, you're just like, you know what, this is delicious and I don't know why I didn't like it. It's so good. It's so hot. Yeah, it's the best. I'm gonna now. Okay. Okay. I got it. All right. Uh, next one. Sweet. What's your top five artists on your Spotify? Top five artists. Is there a way I could check that? Like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Very good. And like how? Because I don't know how. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, what's your top five favorite artists? <laughs> like, what are you listening favorite. to right now? Right now. Honestly, I listen to a lot of a lot of my time is spent listening to artists who are not like big, okay. who are like not popped off. I like I like scoping out a lot of talent that's like not that hasn't been signed yet. Um, mm-hmm. I listen to a lot. I listen to. Um, I mean, I listen to my own music. I listen to. I love the weekend. The weekend is like a huge influence for me. I remember mm-hmm. when House of Balloons first came out. You know. I was growing out my hair and trying to be all dark and mysterious and make <laughs> dirty dark R and B. Weekend's definitely in my top. Bruno Mars, love Bruno Mars. I'm still spinning that Silk Sonic album. Mm-hmm. Um, Silk Sonic album's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anderson Anderson Pack in general, like also on top of that, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. Like Lucky Day is definitely in my in my rotation. I love Lucky Day. He's one of the one of one of the best R and B artists out right now. Like I feel. Um, who else? Um, I love her. Her's amazing. Her, her is just un unmatched in female R and B right now. If you just go like song, like vocals, she she just she slays everybody. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I've heard a couple of her songs. Like I really like Daniel Caesar. So like oh, yeah. she does stuff with him a lot. Well, not often anymore, but yeah, was she slays most guys like in in just vocals. Mm-hmm. You you've heard her sing live. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who else? Uh, I mean, I listen to like so many artists. Like my my my, uh, my playlist is always on rotation. Mm-hmm. And honestly, a lot of my music is gym music. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Rock Nothing music. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. just to get pumped. Um, you like uh, Leon Bridges? I've I've heard some some, but like I haven't. Um, some people Del, have told me about deep. If you yeah. like like Ray Charles and like that, like if you if you're into like that that style of like music, mm-hmm. where it's just kind of like. It's a, I don't know. It's hard to explain like where that falls into it. I think it'd be soul, soul more soul. Did he cut out? I think he cut out. <laughs> well, like, did it not? No, I, I think he just cut out. He, if you think our internet's bad, his internet's the worst internet out of all of us. It always crashes. It was going so well without a hitch. You know what? I the the face he left off on was pretty funny though. I know you should screen cap that. <laughs> you should put that. Post this. Put that as the thumbnail. Yeah, yeah. Quick, quick, quick! Shoot me a pose. <laughs> oh damn! Oh, there he is. Damn there it! He, is. <laughs> he heard us talking shit. That's why. That's what it was. He heard us talking shit. He's like, "Oh, let me let me reset real quick." Yeah, I froze. I was like, "Damn it!" I was I I was really surprised it didn't happen before. So honestly, like, it was just bound to happen. Uh, dude, it, it was perfect. Your face when you froze was priceless. <laughs> really sad that I. He's gonna have a big. I was like, I wish I would have seen a picture. Oh, we oh, got a picture. Oh, Bowen got it. We got it. <laughs> Oh, I don't funny. know. I think I look beautiful right there. Gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous. Gorgeous. Anyways. I listen to a lot of Stevie Wonder as well, too, though. Like, I listen to a lot of old school. Yeah. Um, and I also love New Jack Swing. Like, I I just have, a, like, a big rotation. Like, my playlists are so random. I just go, like, through my like songs and just let mm-hmm. it play. I like that, though. I think it's cool. You gotta have some diversity in it. Mm-hmm. It makes you better. It gives you a lot of inspiration, places to pull from. I'm definitely hearing a lot of like just general from your like taste. Like definitely there's definitely a lot of love there for like eighties. Like that that genre in general. Like, especially like in the like in the weekend and stuff too, because he has a huge affinity for the eighties and his music yeah. is very much inspired by like, you know, the old like like uh synth music of like the eighties. Mm-hmm. There's this band and if you guys like that type of music, it's called Synthwave or eighties, whatever you want. There's a band called The Midnight. Have you heard of them? The Midnight? No, I don't know if I have or not. Let me double check because they, they sound familiar, but like synthwave music, like that '80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The stuff The Weeknd makes, but like this is like even more '80s than The Weeknd's doing it. Like this is like straight up. It sounds like some stuff from Blade Runner. Like oh no shit, <laughs> sounds right up my alley. I love but, that like, stuff. Like beats and stuff and singers. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Look up the band called The Midnight and listen to the album Endless Summer. Okay. 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 I have it. I have it. I have it queued here, so I'm, I'm definitely gonna do that. It's that so, sounds I like listen, fun. I listen to them a lot. They're they're yeah. really good. 
it's it's just like in, it just puts you in a good mood to listen to. It's mm-hmm. just yeah. yeah. That is, you, it is great gym music too, though. Like all the synth stuff, mm-hmm. it just it pipes you up. Are you, you fan of? Uh, and dance. Are you a fan of M83? Any chance? M83. Yeah, you I might know one I'm song they've done, which is called Midnight City. Like, but there's a album that I recommend if you get a chance to check it out. It's called uh, Hurry Up We're Dreaming. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an older album, but it's phenomenal, especially if you like like that vibe. It takes you through a journey. Like just in general, like it's a very it kind of starts a little bit more on the it it it's just hard to explain. It's like a story basically, but there's really no words. Like if that makes sense, it's very little words. It's mostly through just the the music itself. M eighty three. Yeah, it's called Hurry Up We're Dreaming. That's the album. Yeah. Okay. I think I think you'll like that album if you if you're if you're into this type of vibe. Nineteen seventy five is great too, and I feel like you'd also like them. They're more they're more uh mainstream, but they're they're also great if you like like that style of music. Ninety seven is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, I love that style. The Midnight are actually going to be at Austin City Limits. Oh, nice! I'm actually going. I'm actually going. Are That's going to be fun. Yeah, so they'll be there, um, as well as Robert Glasper and some other guys as well. Oh, nice! nice. Also, I'm putting him down too. When is Austin City Limits? That's that's soon, isn't it? I think it's like in a month or two. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Maybe I can find a way to swing some tickets and head out there. Yeah, they got a decent. They got a pretty good lineup this year. So. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. I have glass queued up see. too, so I got I got my music for tomorrow that I'm gonna be listening. To right. I'm gonna be jamming yeah. out tomorrow at work. <laughs> <laughs> always appreciate yeah. the recommendations, man. I I love I love music, so mm-hmm. always nice to hear some new stuff that I haven't really heard before. So oh, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Um, I got one more question for you. Yeah. Part of uh the whole um this or that. It's what's the first thing you do in the morning? Wait, was that the question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the first thing you do in the morning? <laughs> you really did leave it open ended, Danny. Yeah, the way you had first my thing bad. you do in the morning. My bad. Sure, if you were done, I thought you were gonna say, "What's the first thing you do, and what's the last thing before you go to?" I thought uh, you were gonna finish. I, I, I do got one more question. I I, I fucked up there. My bad. <laughs> first thing I do is usually snooze my alarm for another five minutes. <laughs> Same. Same. Yeah. Same. Like I, I always like I just have restless sleep sometimes. Mm. It's it sucks like. Sometimes, like, I'll be in, like, having great sleep, and I'll just wake up in the middle of the night for no reason. And yeah. I don't know why I have It's I not like I'm, like, anything. Like, I work out every day. I eat good. It's just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I feel like you and I have the same curse. No matter what I do, I, I still have rest, rest and sleep. I could be exhausted like, and still so wake I've up. I three melatonins, like, the other night, and mm-hmm. I still woke up at, like, 3 a.m. And I was yeah. like, why am I awake? Because I woke up and I was like, I'm still tired. It's not like I'm not tired anymore. How, how do you end up waking up most of the time? Are you on your, do you sleep on your side or on your back? Or do you sleep, sleep like on your stomach? I sleep exclusively on my back. On your back? Mm-hmm. What You know what a thing? I, you could try it and see if it works. This may sound super weird, but just try it because it works for me. Like whenever I have tr- a t- trouble sleeping, grab one of your pillows if you have an extra one and put it right under your like legs like your feet just kind of lift your body a little bit 
like keep yeah hold get like hear me out like under your feet like right behind your ankles like and just kind of like and just like try to like just let yourself just like relax like just kind of do a couple like breathing exercises before you go to bed just like when you have it lifted up and you're just and then just kind of releasing like it really does help your body just wind down and then you'll you'll knock out it helps me like like if you're looking for something to do it like just like and just like the breathing helps a lot because your mind is if you're like me your mind's always thinking constantly about Mm -hmm. everything and anything and everything and everything and so sometimes your 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 own mind is your worst enemy when it comes to actually getting rest um so having a way to kind of close that off or even putting in like a like a way to kind of like play out loud like a type of almost like a like a white noise just mm-hmm. to keep your your ears from staying alert like if you have something that's just loud that's for both of you guys like it's something that's just like there that you can like still fall asleep to but you just eventually don't hear it mm-hmm. and you can just kind of do that then you can probably get to sleep oh dude that helps that. me a lot I, I bought me a noise machine that plays thunderstorms all night still i do that too you need, I, I you need still, a white you need a white noise like you need a i've tried the white noise i've tried the thunderstorms the ocean none of that yeah. shit works I use, you know what sound is the best? The Enjoy. hotel air conditioner sound. Yes, oh, yeah. you will sleep like an, like a <laughs> baby. Like, I have no problem falling asleep. I can mm-hmm. fall asleep like like this. It's staying asleep though. But it's yeah, it's annoying because I'll wake up and I'll fall right back asleep. But I'm just like, why did I have to wake up? Because it still interrupts your sleep cycle. Yeah, it throws you off. Yeah, because yeah, then you got to go back into REM. And then before exactly. you realize it, it's like time to go to work when you wake yeah. up in the morning. No, my issue is falling down. asleep, dude. And I've tried the melatonin thing too, but my body mm-hmm. does this weird thing where it starts fighting it. So I'll be up longer because it's trying to fight it, but I'll be all like, like confused and hallucinating. Yeah. And I developed dependency on that stuff, so I, I kind of like stopped doing it because I need, almost needed it to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And so like it kind of like because I I have a lot of sleep sleep like trouble with sleeping, but I think it's also because I may have like some um. It's no secret. I'm chubby, right? I'm fat, so like that also is a part. Of, yeah, maybe because like I know I snore. Like I know okay. I do. I don't hear it, but I know I do, and I'm sure that's part of it too. Because like you don't, it's your breathing. It's all, it's all about that. You know, I think it may. Is it is it hot in your house? Like, what's the temperature in your guys' house? I try to keep it at seventy. I like it cool. I keep it at seventy. What the fan? I also turn the fan on. I'm from Texas. Oh, <laughs> I like yeah. I like it like, running. <laughs> say like it's it's best to keep your room cold. Yeah. Like you'll fall better. Me, I like keeping it on like 68. And oh. sometimes even like in the winter, I like open the window like just oh, yeah. a little bit. And no, my room, I love literally that. 50 something degrees up here, mm-hmm. like in the in the house, like because I just oh, crack the window <laughs> night. Yeah. Did I do the same thing? Do you do it? Well, well, we had a we had a freeze here like a year ago or two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I every everyone was pissed off at me because I was like, "No, nah, I'm opening this window. I'm getting the free AC and falling to sleep." Yeah, <laughs> free AC. It was like 19 degrees outside. I was like, Whoop. I like "It's a little cold." <laughs> oh, I yeah, I, I like I don't miss the cold. I like cold my house cold, but I like you know. I don't like the cold in general. I I don't. I I can't wait to move back somewhere where it's more consistently warm. Mm-hmm. Like I could I couldn't do Chicago winters. Like realistically, I, like that's a completely different. I don't know how you did it, 
Like, grew up, you grew up with it. Like, is what it is. Like, I don't know how you did it. Cause that's that. That's yeah, everyone brutal. here was freaking out at the freeze. I'm just like, bro, this is just like a Tuesday. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not winter. The only difference is that all the power went out. So mm-hmm. that's why I was. I was surprised. I was like, wow, Texas isn't prepared for this kind of stuff. Like, this no. is just normal. It's an infrastructure issue, 100%. No. Really? In Chicago, when the winter's that bad and the mm-hmm. roads are all icy, they have trucks that mm-hmm. are just, like, driving constantly throughout the city, dropping uh, salt everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. not so Because the city, like, they know what's going to happen. They're like, all right, we got you. Like, we're going to put salt so that, like, you know, it's not slippery and, like, you can drive. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously you gotta drive with care but like you're not just gonna slide all over the place because the salt like breaks down the ice and stuff yeah you have, have a better setup yeah because because yeah. they expect it here we're not yeah. ready for it dude it gets it gets to 20 degrees and we're panicking <laughs> it's mostly yeah. for the ice because like like they said they don't have the infrastructure nor do they for some reason they just didn't buy trucks like they should have some trucks on standby like realistically you, even you if it's just now right because we've had like yeah. two years of freeze but how fast people drive here. Like, no. Oh, driving, yeah. And it's not like safe, solid, like road. Like that's that's really bad. I mean, that like it, the people in Texas are notorious for driving like 10, 10 15 over the speed limit, and that's like you. That's you going with traffic. Like you're going yeah. with traffic. It's it's fifty five, yeah. but everybody's going sixty five to seventy, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're going. You're still the slow one. If that makes sense, like you're still going slow, they want you to go at seventy five to eighty. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Everywhere you go, it's eighty. <laughs> it's eighty by traffic, not by the law, not by the law. Yeah, not by the law. And honestly, the police do the same thing. Like a lot of them drive just as fast as everybody else. They just go with traffic, yeah. and then they're like, eh, "I think I'll pull that guy over." <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> pick the random person. <laughs> I hate that. Shit. <laughs> <All right. sighs> Shall we? Yeah, all right. So, so very last question before we let you go. Let's just uh, finish the sentence. All right. Okay. My name is Motion, and I am uh, Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Okay. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Hell awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Motion, for coming on the show. This is the part of the show where it's your turn to share your social medias, promote whatever you want. If you got show dates, you got projects coming out. This is your time. Okay, awesome. Uh, so you guys can find me on Instagram at go with the motion. It's just no spaces, nothing like that, no underscores, none of that shit. Just at go with the motion. Um, you can find me on YouTube, same same name, go with the motion. Um, on Spotify, Apple Music, um, you can find or any other streaming uh, service. You can find me just at motion. My latest single just dropped this last Friday. It's called Fever. So they get throwing an R&B fusion. Check it out if you haven't already. Super dope. Um, super excited about it. I hope you guys love it. And um, you can find me on SoundCloud as well at Go With The Motion as well. Same as my Instagram. And um, uh, have some visuals on the way soon. Um, and, you know, I've been working on a project the last, like, year and a half, almost two years now that'll be releasing this summer uh, in July is when it's slated for release. So. If you guys like what you heard about, you know, me talking about, um, you know, the whole motive behind my songwriting, staying in motion, dealing with the mistakes, repercussions of things that of actions you may have taken and just continuing to move forward with all of that. If you guys like want to hear more stuff like that, you know, really look forward to that project. It'll be coming out uh, this July. I haven't announced it yet. So this is like exclusive news um, hey. for you. Guys. 
Thank you. Yeah, we like exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's awesome. I, I'm going to be yeah. looking forward to it for sure. Same. Like, I, I really love what you're doing with the fusion, with, with your music in general. You're a great artist. You're exciting to watch. You put on a great performance at Doge Palooza. So I, I will definitely be looking out for it. And we'll be looking out for it. We'll share everything we see you drop. Like, we got you. <laughs> for sure. I'll be sharing as well. Are you guys going to post this anywhere that I get on? Yeah, yeah. So, so on Thursday, we should have the audio format up and ready to go on Spotify, iTunes, um, Google Play, all, pretty much every streaming f- platform uh, our show goes on. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll have the video probably by next week. Uh, on Thursday as well, it'll be on YouTube. Uh, this mm-hmm. was live, so it'll save onto our Twitch for, I think, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, two weeks. Okay, so cool. yeah, yeah, we'll send you links. Um, as we start dropping stuff, we'll we'll be sending you links. Uh, when we make clips, we'll tag you on them. We'll, we'll do a whole nine yards. Yeah, we appreciate you for coming out, man. This yeah, was awesome. Cool. Fun. Uh, it was a pleasure getting to know you a little bit better. Seeing good to finally meet you officially. Likewise, likewise to too, and I appreciate you guys having me here. You know, oh for sure, it was awesome. Means we got very good guys as well, and yeah. And I ask is like I want to help support your guys' platform as well. What you guys are doing for up and coming artists is is great, and you know stuff we need to see more of. So we appreciate that very much. Push you guys. Just let me know. Appreciate well, it, man. man. It's we all love. Very much. It's all love on both sides, man. We'll be looking out yeah. for you, and you know, look out for us, and we can't wait to see where your career goes from here, man. Can't wait to see uh, your new projects. Yeah. We'll we'll definitely be look on the lookout. Whenever you got a Houston show, let us know, man. I want to go see you. Watch. I, I want to go. Eventually, watch I'll be able to go and see it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody watching. Thank you for everybody that's listening. Thank you again, Motion, for coming on the show. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thank you to all the listeners. This is the Weekly D. I'm Danny G, and we're out of here. Peace. 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 You could be only, but you want them all Then on my lonely, I come and I'm gone She said this ain't what you want I know that I'm wrong But I want you and I don't care what it costs She give me
tú lo quieres todo Siempre ando solito, vengo y me voy Es que lo quiero probar, yo sé que soy mal Te quiero para mí, nada más importa Sigue mi vida I see a problem for me.